Welcome to High on the Hog with Merrill Schindler and co-hosts Joanna Belson and Janice Hardoon. This is a podcast about all things cannabis. Tune in every week as Merrill, Joanna, and Janice discuss the medical benefits of CBD and THC products with each other, as well as with informed guests from the cannabis industry and the lawmakers who regulate it. Enjoy the show. The show is called... High on the Hog, the podcast with Janice Hardoon from the Koreatown Collective and Joanna Belson from uh, Studio City and <laughs> Meryl Schindler, that's me, uh, longtime food critic who's discovered the wonders of THC, CBD, etc. It's helped to, it's helped what, what ails me, it certainly has. And we're here with Boris Sharansky. Uh, from Papa and Barkley. Boris, how did you get into the biz in the first place? How did I get into the cannabis industry? Yes. Every, every single entrepreneur in this industry has their non-cannabis story and their cannabis story. Now, my cannabis story started seven years ago. Oh, shoot, eight years ago. Um, I've had psoriasis since I was 17 years old. Mm-hmm. And eight years ago, I developed psoriatic arthritis. And uh, I was very young, and that really sucked. Um, I was a former tennis champion in Iowa, um, and I couldn't even spend two minutes on the court. Uh, once I got diagnosed, I couldn't stand sometimes because the inflammation was so bad in my feet. I had to sleep on hardwood floors because my back was hurting so much, and I mean, my, my lower back was going out a lot. Um, they threw some pretty serious drugs at me, the methotrexate, sulfasalazine. Eventually, I would have been on Humira. Um, but it, it would have just decimated my liver. And one of the things that I came home with was uh, they said I could have, there's a 50% chance I would have deformities in my children if I took these medicines. And, and my wife immediately took the I was like, You didn't want to risk that? Well, here's what they said. They said 50% chance. I'm like, what does that mean? What, like, what? And, and they're like, well, we're not sure if it's passed through the mother or through the father. Oy. I'm like, and you're still prescribing this crap? Like, what are you talking? And anyways, there was death in there, cancer, tuberculosis, pneumonia. So only the people uh, who never want children take this medication. Apparently, but I've seen the TV ad for Umera. Everyone's happy. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> um, so I took I, I took the stuff home, and my my wife said no immediately. She threw it out. But I was I was desperate. But what really saved me was a few months later on a trip I actually I, I, I found how to deal with my skin problem by going to Israel they have amazing psoriasis treatment there um, I'm going there this year again because my patches are broken out again but on an arthritic level uh, I actually visited a friend in California I went came here for a wedding and a friend of mine hooked me up with a bag of goodies from a dispensary and one of them was a quarter ounce of canatonic which is a two which, which was then a two to one CBD to THC strain and he's like, try this. And he's like, it's high in CBD. I don't know if you want to, how much you know about CBD. I'd always been smoking THC since I was 18, so I was a fan of the plant. Um, but I'd never tried CBD. And I was like, okay, I'll give it a try. Two days of smoking this flower, and I started, I could stand up on my toes, which I hadn't done in five years. Um, that's just crazy. Are you playing so, tennis? I'm playing tennis weekly now. Um, and, you know, I biked 85 miles to Levi's Grand Fondo a couple months ago. CBD literally changed my life from that moment on. I started smoking it, and then as soon as Denver legalized, I was leaving in, living in Iowa. I started driving back and forth monthly to get my supply. I, know I could only buy seven grams at a time, so I was going to like four or five different dispensaries that had CBD flour. Not everybody had CBD flour. 
Eventually, that got me started going to conferences to learn to meet more people. Eventually, that got me into the hemp scene in Colorado. So a lot of the largest producers of CBD now, I met them when they were very young in the industry and just starting off. And so I established some very strong CBD connections and sourcing connections at that time. Um, and that's you know that that's really what started my, my 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 career in this industry because after that I started a company in Iowa. We supplied CBD to families um, with children who, who suffer from epilepsy. So I, Iowa passed a very limited law for CBD only, but only if you had epilepsy, intractable childhood epilepsy, based on all the success in Colorado. But there was no way to produce it or cultivate the plant. Um, and so the uh, um, you know the moms, once they passed this bill, and I had helped lobby for medical cannabis, they came to me and said, well, now we passed the bill, and now we have all these moms on our Facebook group calling us, how do we get the oil? And they knew I had been sourcing oil for myself for the last year. Um, so I reached an agreement with the Office of Drug Control Policy uh, in Iowa, the governor's office, and I started supplying these families with CBD oil, um, up to 30 families at one point, and then it fluctuated from them. Which, by the way, surprises me. I'm sorry for, for you know, <laughs> for stereotyping, but I don't think of Iowa as being a state that's really into. I, it wasn't. It was a, uh, that's why I eventually left. But, you know, in 2014, uh, the, you know, sometimes I, w I found myself in this position where I knew I was the only one getting quality CBD in the entire state because I had gone through the process of testing all the oils and getting the COAs and figuring out heavy metals contamination and all. There's a lot of you can't just buy any CBD product. You have to make sure that it, and especially it's not, CBD right now is not regulated the way that THC is where it's overregulated to my opinion THC but you don't test to the same degree so you could have heavy metals in your product you could have pesticide contamination if you're buying from the wrong brands um, and I saw that early on I was using it medically I was using such high amounts of CBD that if I was injecting heavy metals on a daily basis in my system at that level I mean it, I, it would have been detrimental to my health so it was very important to me to quality check all the oils that I was looking at and finally I found a few suppliers that I approved of and the moms knew that I had gone through that process for myself, and so they trusted me. And so I got in my car and I drove around the entire state, meeting families, sitting with them for hours, making town halls to educate people about cannabis and, and, and CBD and even THC. And I did that um, from 2012-ish to about 2016 when I joined Papa Markley. Now, we, we know that our dear Janice came from the financial world into the world of cannabis. What was your world before cannabis? Um, uh, operations and business development. Uh, so I six for six years, I ran a company that had a proprietary automation technology. We sold to the highly regulated oil and gas industry. So that's, um, I, I worked with companies like Mitsubishi and Chevron and Saudi Aramco and Atco, Gasco. I was in the Middle East. I was in South America a lot. I was in Asia a lot. Um, mostly sales, a lot of operations in terms of, you can't just bid to Chevron, you know, you have to apply, you have to get all sorts of certifications, you have to make sure that you're approved by their internal sourcing team. There's a whole thing, there's a plethora of regulations you have to bust through in order to be approved at any of these industries. So it gave me a good intro to regulated industries. Um, before that, I was in South America doing something similar, operating a company that we had raised private equity capital uh, for the engineering space and in, in for the oil and gas engineering space in Colombia. Um, and before that, I was in investment investment banking, so I had a finance background mm -hmm. yeah. as well. Uh, I went to um, the University of Pennsylvania. Uh, I graduated oh, in 2007. Philly in the house. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, I have a question for you. 
Where is Papa and Barkley just in California, you mentioned? What are the expansion? How do you handle that as a cannabis company? Uh, for, well, for us, quality over margin, right? So we, it's, it's harder for us to outsource our process because we use such a, a manually laborious process. We're not just using an extract. We actually infuse coconut oil or MCT under these massive pressure cookers um, so that we can use a chemically solvent-free extraction process. So scaling that into multiple states is just not something we were interested in. So right now in California, we really decided to focus here. So we're tripling down on Eureka. We have 150 people in the state. We manufacture out of Eureka in Humboldt. We work with over 70 small farms, like I said, and we distribute to nearly all of the um, storefronts in the state, as well as about half of the delivery services. Our plan right now for national expansion is to lean into the brand because we think that we've developed something genuine and real um, with our story and our the way we educate about cannabis. And we want to spread that 50 state through our um, Pop and Barkley Essentials brand. And that's sort of our quote unquote CBD only brand. But it is produced under the same SOPs with the same infusion process with trusted um, partners in Colorado who I've known since 2012. Um, and that is now going out 50 states. So that's going to be our capsules. Our bomb is available now, our tinctures. And those you can buy online. Um, very similar branding and to Pop and Barkley. Antidote. And at the Antidote. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, yeah, so and the, actually the antidote is the only um, shop in LA that's carrying them right now So if you want to go to brick and mortar here in Los Angeles, please come and to the get antidote. your questions answered um, I'm nationally known so people always ask where can I get so-and-so product and you know They can't they're yeah. not local to California. So it's so, great um, to know that there's the idea is we wanted to spread our California brand across the nation through Pop on Barkley Essentials. So you can go to popumbarkley.com and be redirected to that site. Or you can go to popumbarkleyessentials.com. And starting next week, you can order our bomb and capsules as well as the tincture, which is available now. Um, so you can order that or you can go directly to the antidote uh, and get some education along the way and try a lot of other CBD products that are awesome, like shampoos and conditioners that I've been using, so. And just to be clear, anything you could possibly think of now has CBD in it, as we've talked about. Well, I will warn about one thing. I mean, the CBD, I love the CBD is actually out and available now. And, and you know, seeing the antidote a few weeks, a couple months ago was, you know, I mean, coming from- He was all struck. He didn't know. know what to say. That's amazing. It's something I've been working on as an activist for a long time. But I will caution people that you know, uh, the antidote is, is very well curated. Um, but when you just go online, be careful because you're not always getting people that can, if you if you can't call them and ask where is their hemp grown, do they have tests to show you? Well, then you're not dealing with serious people. And there's, like you said, CBD is in everything. It doesn't have to, it shouldn't be in everything. Like CBD is an anti-inflammatory first and foremost. It can help with anxiety, it can help with sleep. It's really, it is the strongest anti-inflammatory found in nature. That, if, if they're telling you that you can have a cookie with it and it's going to cure your cancer, they're full of, you know, you know. What so the place of. in the valley, for instance, uh, San Fernando Valley, that offers um, CBD with your ice cream for $2 extra, who knows what it is. Maybe you a little know, canola oil on your ice cream. We don't know. Maybe. I, look, I don't want, I don't want to, maybe they're doing an amazing job and they're working with a great brand. But here's the point. How much CBD are they putting in there? Like when they make you a mocktail of like 5 or 10 milligrams, CBD is a high dosage thing anything up to 50 milligrams can actually excite you anything over 200 milligrams can put you to sleep so what if you have four 50 milligram shots right like uh, people don't know that dosing and so you know if you're taking 
you know, if they're saying it's an energy drink with CBD in it, but you know, then you took like four of them and you had 250 milligrams of CBD, you're going to pass out. No. Yeah. And that's so what, what, so what are the questions to ask? What test results are available? Are heavy metals results available? Um, because you have to remember hemp is a bioaccumulator, which means that it sucks up anything in the soil around it. Um, we don't have that problem as much here in California because most people are creating their own soil mediums before for each um, season. Um, but because hemp has grown over 1,000, 2,000, 3,000 acres and there's no viable organic certification right now, anything in that soil will get sucked up by the hemp and it will come through in the flower. And that you have to be careful with. So you always have to test your hemp for heavy metals. And if the company doesn't have a heavy metals test, for their hemp, then I wouldn't buy from them. And it's why, you know, as we've talked about, I like the topicals, I like the mints and the chocolates, because you can you can micro-dose, you can really mm -hmm. uh, test yourself, mm -hmm. which you can't always do when, when, when you're when you're sucking on, on an e-cigarette of some sort, on, on a, on, when you're vaping. You don't really, you don't really know. I mean, a friend who, you know, who smoked for years uh, tried a vape thing, um, when he was with me a few months ago and excused himself and went off and fell asleep for four hours in the middle of the afternoon. Mm -hmm. It was like, maybe you took a little too much there. You shouldn't have, maybe. But, but the same thing can happen with a drop or, or a capsule, by the way. I mean, yeah, if you take too many you, capsules, that's why you microdose. Well. You're very careful. Sure. With CBD, though, I, I mean, it depends how we define microdosing. So I, you know, CBD at five milligrams at a time is not going to give you the re any relief mm -hmm. from almost anything unless you're you know 50 pounds um you you need you know we usually we would tell people that are unless it's just everyday wellness you're just taking like a vitamin 10 to 20 milligrams a day is fine but if you are looking at you know chronic pain chronic inflammatory issues arthritic issues anything that's every day you're gonna want 50 to 100 milligrams eventually a day you want to start from 25 do that for a week then do 25 twice a day and then work your way up to 50 to 100 milligrams a day. If it's really something chronic like arthritis. There's some microdosing THC is very important. Um, go low, go slow. Just because you didn't, like a lot of people do this, they'll take 10 milligrams and then they'll say, well, that didn't affect me as much. And then they'll take another 10. Don't double. Then it starts to getting too late. That's, that, that's too late. Move, yeah, move. right. So, um, but, but that's because THC has that psychoactive component. Because CBD doesn't have that psychoactive component, really, you start at about 25 milligrams a day and then you work your way up from there and see how it affects you um, but it really is trial and error just like anything else I mean you think opiates are not opiates are trial and error too how many different my, my how many, what, how many yeah. milligrams of Vicodin do yeah, you need do you exactly. need an extra strength or a regular and you had to test your body and yep. your metabolism once again yep. But I think that's so interesting that's the information people are needing is how many milligrams do I take of it where like and yeah, it's if, so if it's an everyday vitamin, 25 milligrams a day is fine. Our capsules are 30 milligrams a piece. Um, our tinctures are all geared towards about 30 milligrams per milliliter. That's one fine daily dose if you're just taking it as a vitamin. But we do say, like, if you're taking it for inflammatory reasons like arthritis, if you're taking it for daily pain, if you're taking it for some kind of much more serious issue that you're, you're trying to deal with, um, higher doses. I mean, 50 to 100 milligrams is sort of a minimum on a daily basis you should be taking. Now, you mentioned before CBD flour and THC flour. Don't they all have everything in them? No, not all. Um, so there's over 80 
um, identified cannabinoids, and there's over 400 different terpenes that have been identified mm -hmm. in cannabis. Every plant has some unique combination of all of the above. Now, there's usually THC dominant plants or CBD dominant plants, and then there's a ratio mix of ratios in between the two. Um, but there are, you know, hemp plants, for example, are under 0.3% THC, and they can be anywhere up to 17, 8 times, 24% CBD in the flower. So they don't have almost any THC in that one, right? And then there can be the reverse as well, 30% THC flowers with 0% CBD. So they don't all have all of them. They have different ratios of them. We had a manufacturer on a few weeks ago, and he showed us some pictures, I think, of the or described the... Um the facilities and this is i mean you're working in white lab coat uh, beakers and you know i mean you know uh, this this is this is this is your your dream science kit for a, a kid who grew up mixing a few test tubes together it's pretty cool um you know we have uh our our chief formulator wes who's just been phenomenal for us um he uh is a, is a, was a phd candidate and he came out to do this for us and it's just it's amazing. We just get it. We just give him a toolbox and we say, please figure these things out. And what, what cooler thing to play with in the chemistry lab than cannabis? I mean, that's fun. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, sometimes we say it's like Willy Wonka's factory because we make bombs and tinctures and oils and hash and like there's so much fun. But it is all about professionalism and SOPs and quality control. That is the biggest challenge as you scale something is, yeah, we could make 500 perfect bombs. That used to be our mega batch back in the day. Now a mega batch is 10,000 units. Um, but when you go from 500 to 10,000 to 20,000 unit runs, quality control and shelf life stability and those types of things become important. And that's where you need those white gloves and everything. So, yes, we have lab conditions, but also I would say regulations aren't strict enough. Uh, we you know, we want to build a GMP level facility. Uh, up in Eureka and that's what we're doing but the regulations don't say we have to we're just looking five steps ahead saying you know when national legalization happens and we can supply the country and the world from the Emerald Triangle we want to have the top end facility to be doing that right um, so it is very important to have high end facilities it's very important to have white gloves and lab coats and uh, have your quality control and your cleanliness control in line and it's something we focus on every day yeah, it's um, it, it's it's not a world that those of us who have always you know, we 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 knew the um, the marijuana plant growing in the closet under the grow lights, sure. you know. So the the growth of the industry, it, oh, we haven't seen it grow actually. It's been happening out there somewhere. So to me, it's still the the, the spare closet in the bedroom under the grow light. It I'll ain't. show you some pictures. <laughs> <laughs> It's 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 big business. Look, I um, I was in a hundred seventy thousand square foot greenhouse in Santa Barbara, and they have, I don't know if you know this, but um, when cannabis is growing, they put twelve hours of light on it and twelve hours of darkness on it while it's flowering. That stimulates bigger flower production, and usually what that means is like you just turn off the lights. Or, but in a greenhouse, it's a greenhouse, so they put up these sophisticated electronic blackout curtains and so he pressed the button to close it. it was it was 12 noon and it was pitch dark inside this 170,000 square foot greenhouse I, the, yeah the, the massive doesn't begin to describe what's sounds like coming. high on the hog is going to go on a field trip to check out <laughs> no i mean I, you're, amazing, you're welcome right? anytime come out to humble would love look i can show you something like that but what i love to see is going out to like sunrise farms which is one of the places we source our hash 
they have uh, three kids, three beautiful children. It's a it's a husband and wife combo. They have literally tilled that soil themselves. They've built that land themselves. They look after every single plant themselves. Um, and it's a beautiful place. That's what we want to support, right? And I love the big cannabis. I love big green. I love big technology. I come from the oil and gas industry. I like big machines. But in terms of cannabis and getting quality medicinal therapeutic products and quality cannabis products to the market, you got to work for people like that because... It's as hokey as it sounds, love in the flower comes out in the product. Um, and I, I don't know, that's a weird thing to say, but I truly believe it. I like it. Working in the industry the last year has blown my mind because I've gone to uh, cannabis events where it's like the Javits Center filled with booths of just mm-hmm. different brands. And it's just, I live in both worlds of the non cannabis careers and the cannabis career. And it's just, like I said, daily the notion of events that large is, I mean, to me, still staggering because I've never been to any. And I cannot entirely imagine. I, I mean, I know as a food person, there used to be a, um, a magazine called Chocolatier Magazine, and they would put on a chocolate fair that would take up an entire hall down at the convention center. You come to the Emerald Cup of nothing, <laughs> of nothing but chocolate. And the fact that there was that, and this was twenty years ago, the fact that there was that much chocolate in the world was mind blowing. Um, I mean, you're, you're well, well, well beyond that. Okay, so people always want, they want some very basic information. You know, let us say I go to a dispensary, I go to the lovely Janice, and I say, I've got, I've got arthritis in this hand. It's really stiff. I, actually, I do have arthritis. Um, you know, where do I begin? What Papa and Barkley product do I begin with? What's a starter product? Our bomb. The bomb. 100% okay. every single time. Uh, that that's the way you can get into cannabis is a hundred percent non psychoactive even the THC rich one and you can try either one if it's an arthritis if it's more inflammatory and less pain if it's just inflammation that's kind of like you can see it um, but you know you're not having as much direct pain you should go with a CBD rich option and, and if it's more pain and you're really like you can't move it it's stiff it really hurts then you want to go with a THC option and are there various bombs? There's two. There's one CBD-rich bomb uh-huh. and one THC-rich bomb. They're both in the three-to-one ratio, but one CBD is dominant and then the other THC is dominant. So for someone who's never used, um, which ones do they get? I would get, get. I both? mean, look, I, I would get both 15 milliliter bombs, um, but I would definitely, you know, our hero product is the three-to-one, the, th- uh, the one-to-three, our THC-rich bomb. Um, I always tell people to start with that one. Right. Because it has enough CBD in at, it. At the antidote. Also, uh, yeah. At the antidote? Uh, the antidote has our CBD bomb. Yes. As of okay. next week. Okay. The antidote has only 100% CBD. Yeah. Okay. And so from there, where do they go? I mean, that's worked. They like it. They want to see more. What's the What's the next step? The next step is tinctures. Um, so the next step is going to be, you You know, you don't want to just topically. You want to get the... Tinctures, those, you mean the drops. Yeah, you want cannabinoids yeah. in your system. So there's two steps to that. One step is tincture, they say under your tongue, but the best place is actually between your lip and your gum, like where people would put chewing Seriously. tobacco. Seriously. Because mm-hmm. that's the most absorbent place in your, in your, in your, in your mouth. So or you wanna... you're in a room full of people who don't use chewing tobacco. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> Fair enough. I've never used it either. I hate that stuff. But I know that, that you know people put it right in, in the inside Between your cheeky lip, right? gum. Yeah. The fatty the fatty tissue. That's right. Yeah. And so you want to put it in there. Uh, start with a quarter milliliter of our CBD tincture. Um, and then you would, if you want to get more adventurous, you would move on to our THCA tincture. Now, THCA is different than the THC we're all used to. Um, when we say THC in nomenclature, 
technically we mean delta 9 THC. Delta 9 THC is a molecule that actually gets you high. THCA is the raw form of THC found in the plant. So why do you have to smoke marijuana to get high? If you just ate a marijuana bud, you wouldn't get high because it's THCA and that acidic um, part of the molecule actually keeps it from uh, targeting your CB1 receptor and keeps it from giving you a psychoactive experience. So THCA is a wonderful molecule because it allows you to take and get some pain relieving aspects of THC, but it blocks the psychoactive nature of THC. Can you mix the tincture in something? Can you put it in your yes. orange juice? Does so it you can work? Ma- it's an oily tincture, so it's going to float to the top. My favorite thing to do is to make, like if you add any sort of milk or fatty substance to your, like your tea or your milk, like a half and half or a coconut milk or something like that, you can mix it into there. That's better, and then you can put it into your tea. Uh, but yeah, you could also just put it on top of a glass of water and drink that water. It's just It will be oily, so it's not water-soluble. And you, of course, being Russian, can put it in your vodka. I don't mix cannabis and alcohol that way. <laughs> it's um, dangerous to, to actually mix cannabis and alcohol. No, it's it's because I mean I mean I found that when I use the tincture, I tried to keep it down to the amounts they told me, but occasionally it was like, "Oops, I think I just squeezed the whole thing out." Oops, what did I just do? So, did the have you used ours? You um, will because it's in your box. Okay, yeah, but there's okay. a there's a graduated dropper there, so you a quarter milliliter. Is you won't you won't mess up. You, you just have to fill it up to that, and that's right. all you can put in okay. your mouth. Okay. Um, can you take too much? On the THCA tinct, on the CBD tincture, like I said, over two hundred milligrams of CBD. So if you take, that would be over seven full droppers of our tincture. Um, <laughs> the, if you take f- seven full droppers, you'll probably pass out. Um, you know, not nothing bad. You won't get high, but it just will make you drowsy. Yeah. Um, but you know, full thirty milligrams of CBD, unless you have very strong cannabinoid sensitivity, and there's like maybe half percent of the population that has that sensitivity, um, and they get high from anything. I have a question for you regarding the CBD because it's coming out now where they're trying to say it's more sativa to keep you awake. That's not true at all. Thank you so much. And no. I'm so happy that you you described doses. Under 50 milligrams of CBD has been shown to be on ex, uh, excite you to actually wake you up. Over 200 milligrams of CBD has been shown to be sedative. So that, that's like cannabis is not black and white. Cannabis has terpenes and has a lot of other things. So you could even mix it with terpenes that could keep you more up. Or but but that's that gets into complicated science that. You can't simplify it to the point no, of, oh, you, no, it wakes you up. No, but it does It's like even I have been through so many publications where yeah. it says, how much CBD should I take? And I don't know if you would write what you said in print. What we say in ours is start um, from one dropper a day. And if you have serious conditions, consult your physician for larger doses. That would be me. Well, I was going to say the problem is, is you go to your physician and they look at you like you have two heads until you meet someone like Janice. Who's knowledgeable. Correct. And so that's why you should listen to podcasts like this and you go to a place like The Antidote where they know what they're talking about because... I have friends like this. (laughs) You know, it is it is hard. I I can't publish dosing because I'm not... You know, I'm regulated... At this point, we're regulated by the FDA on the 50 state level. We can't make claims. We can't make dosage claims because we haven't made those studies. Now, our company is sponsoring now small-scale trials to show some kind of... Uh, science behind what we're saying instead of like what nutraceutical companies do and they say you know in our limited clinical trial we found this it's a first step 
Um, but, you know, somebody's got to do something to move this needle forward. My next question is about CBD and, like, dementia or Alzheimer's. I know they're two different things. If, you know, I saw uh, your eyes roll. We'll save that for the no, next no, podcast. No, no, not roll. It, it's, it, that's a tough one. Um, y- you know, CBD has been shown to be a neuroprotectant, so I, I think the theory, there's no hard science. Right. Everything's the, a theory the, the we're theory, talking about here. The theory behind it is is that if you use it, it should be used as a daily vitamin. Like we should be using it should be CBD. Your daily. It's a lifestyle. Exactly. If you're taking 50 milligrams a day for the rest, and I'm not saying you won't get Alzheimer's or dementia, but it will create, uh, it, it does have neuroprotecting properties. I mean, the, the patent is what, 6630507, or the U.S. government has? <laughs> I didn't write that down. Just a minute. Is that exponential? 6630507 <laughs> is the patent that the U.S. government holds on CBD as a neuroprotectant. And so that, that has been proven and shown, um, and it, it, it has been hypothesized that you can delay the onset of dementia or even Alzheimer's uh, with the use of cannabinoids, but it has not been proven. Oh, Boris, you're amazing. Oh, you're just a, a pleasure. We've only like, I don't even think we scraped the surface. Well, but we've introduced the world to it. You here. can make it. People ask questions and questions stimulate knowledge and education. I and the hog is all about introducing people direct message us on our instagram high on the hog the podcast and we'll answer your questions we will take care of it um the man is boris sharansky the brand is papa and barkley the store where it's guaranteed to be found is the antidote on melrose in los angeles the woman is janice hardoon and thank you janice you're welcome um the the other woman is johanna belson yes you're the other woman I'm Meryl Schindler. You're Phil Giangrande. You're our engineer, and you enjoy these, don't you? He's enjoyed them. See, he, the audience is—he's our audience of one. <laughs> he's our bridge. It, it's Meryl Schindler. We'll be back next week with um, so much more because this world, like a flower, keeps expanding every time we have another guest on. We learn that much more. And as you said, Janice, we're just scraping the surface here on High in the Hog, the podcast.